Hey everybody, welcome to episode 87 of the VC Podcast. It's great to be with you this week. Uh, this is just going to be a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a recap. Last Sunday, this Sunday, we'll talk about it all. I'm your host for today, Zach, and I'm in the studio with Jonas and Andrew and Jacob. Uh, have you guys, uh, let me ask you, this is my follow-up question to last week, same question. Christmas decorations, those up, those up yet? No. Some of them are, yeah. some are not. <clears throat> <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry. That the was tree is up. Poor timing. Uh, yeah, I got home yesterday after loading trailers full of OCC boxes, and there uh-huh. were some Christmas decorations out. Not the tree, but a lot of the the extra trimmings, mantle, yeah. table That's toppers, good. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Similar thing, uh, but I uh, I thought maybe let's have a, like a nice celebratory meal out. So my wife and I went to Cracker Barrel. And she said, I guess we're just not going to put up the tree tonight either. And I'm like, oh, don't don't worry. We'll get it. We'll take care. Maybe tomorrow night. And I get home and the tree's up. She was doing the fake the fake uh, uh, disappointment that the tree's not up. And she put it mm. up. It looks awesome. Oh. But yeah, I have we've a got some decorations up. side discussion that Jacob can probably relate to okay. at this point oh, in his okay. life. Yeah. First Christmas in a new house. Mm. Don't know where to put the tree. Mm. We don't have a great spot for it. That front of the front door. That, w- <laughs> that won't be in the way in some capacity. <laughs> yes. So I don't know. Yeah, we're, we hope, hope, you know, fingers crossed and all that stuff, knock on some wood, wherever it is, um, to be in the new house. But we're not probably going to be in there until like the 15th, 16th mm-hmm. maybe, depending on getting some cleaning stuff done. And then we're like, I don't, do we put up the tree for eight Can't days? Can you have Christmas without a tree? I think probably. Yep. Funny story. One year when we when we moved, we went out and we did the. You ever go to like the tree farm and cut down the tree nope. and you know get a real tree? We we don't do that anymore. Kim has some allergies and stuff, but but we used to when I was a kid do that. And so we moved to Pennsylvania. We thought, oh, family building, this would be great. We went out to the tree farm. Me and my brother. We you know, yep. we were fifth grade, sixth grade. It didn't really matter. But Dad's like, we'll make you feel good. And he helped. He let us help him cut down the tree. They wrap it up. We get it inside the house. Dad cuts the rope. Poof, tree literally takes up the entire living room. Like you could not sit on the right side of the couch and see the TV. <laughs> and I mean, this yeah. thing, we, we were out there like, oh, it's a perfect size. And it was not. We had to lock the front door and like shove it up in the corner, but far enough away because they had the radiators that we didn't want it to like burst into mm-hmm. flames. You got to be... You gotta be careful. Tree placement is mm-hmm. important. Very crucial. So it is. Listeners, we'd love to hear where you're putting your tree this year. Just <laughs> let us know. Yeah. If it's like you're like to the left of the what do they call those? Television cabinet. Yeah. That's classy, right? You got a TV cabinet. Well, yeah, here's the question. Where did it go? How many trees is too many? Ooh, trees? How many trees do you have? I stick mm-hmm. to one. That's kind of my are there. Or, are yeah, there are too, there too many is trees? The limit does not Can exist. I, I would say, yeah, but... I would I say know. per room, yeah, there's definitely a limit per room, but for the whole house, I don't know. We we upgraded last year to two mm-hmm. trees, one downstairs and one upstairs. That's good. I like that. But, okay. Wow. That was, a good, that was a good opening question, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's jump into some uh, some talk about this this last week's grouping of sermons. Uh, we had a very interesting, I like the setup for this one, guys. The testimony was the name of the sermon uh, this past Sunday. It was the conclusion, correct, to this to our first John series? It was. 
And so that was that was good. So if you need to or would like to, those are available here on the podcast feed, and uh, they'll be on the website as well. You can go back, watch those, listen to those. If you want to go to our YouTube page, even they're they're up there. But um, we'll talk about discussion question number three. If you're following along in the listening and discussion guide, and that is this quote: "Whoever has the sun has life." How does this quote encourage you to give thanks? I think that's a very very fitting question. Whoever has the sun has life. I preached the sermon, so I was giving you guys <laughs> oh, a shot okay, to okay. go for it. <laughs> well, I'll probably jump for the obvious, you know. If, if, you know, I, I do have a son, you know. I've got salvation. I've accepted mm-hmm. the salvation found in Jesus Christ. And so for that, I'm ultimately thankful. But I'm thankful for that that giving of life. I'm thankful to have that life that can only be truly found in that that salvation and acceptance of it. Yeah, absolutely. Cut and dry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just, I mean, I, I appreciate it, you know, here and obviously here at uh, Springfield Road and Andrew and just that breakdown of how how the testimony that we have, the spirit, the blood, the water, points us to that reality in a way that is... And it is a joy. I mean, there is a, a real joy that comes from knowing, man, I have Christ, I have life. And not, I mean, that's a, that's a for me, it's an often thing that I have to remind myself that's, that, that's not a, not just, I should say, not just a promise of future life. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a promise of present life. Like, we, mm-hmm. we have true, real life, abundant life, good life now in our relationship with Christ. And so when we have moments that are difficult, when we have moments that are uh, hard to walk through, and I mean, holiday season, I mean, there's no doubt that holiday season is hard for a lot of people. Maybe they've lost someone or or relationships are strained. And I mean, this is a season when it's constantly pointing towards relationship. And so that can be hard for some people. Man, just the the reminder that, that even if that is our current present situation, there is still joy in life because we know the one who is the source of life and we have a, a relationship with him. So concur. Yeah. Well said. <laughs> you guys are like, I, I preached it. <laughs> yeah. No, very good. Very yeah, good. Yeah. To hear our thoughts, you can. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. All right, guys. That's good. So this week, then we'll move on to this week. We have uh, Dr. Shane Garrison uh, coming to speak. He'll be preaching live at Springfield Road. His sermon will be then aired at, at South Wilson during the 1030 hour. And then uh, there'll be a vote to follow uh, to call him as transitional pastor here at Valley Creek. Um, and so just make plans to attend it however you'd like to do that. Those are available as always, 9 and 1030 Springfield Road, 1030 at South Wilson. And then if you just would like to view those on the website, that's your preferred way to do it. That's available for you as well. Do you guys have anything you need to share about that? No, I think you summed that up well. We're excited to have Shane with us this week and for everybody to get a chance to to hear from him and to to meet him if you're here at Springfield Road and looking forward to having him with us to to minister in the new year. I do want to say this. I'm excited. That's not what I want to say. Uh, I'm trying to think, though, because I was about to say something I didn't know if it was true. He might be the maybe the second or third person, but definitely the most thorough person to have provided their own slides for their sermon notes all prepackaged with graphics and everything 
got that, and I was like, whoa, this guy means business. So I'm excited to see those on, on the big screen, you know? He's ready. Yeah, he's ready. All right, guys, we'll move on to some announcements. Uh, let's, let's kick it off this way. Jacob, tell us about the announcement with the long name. You don't want to say it? Okay, Buddy the Elf's Cotton-Headed Ninny Muggins World's Best Cup of Coffee Scavenger Hunting Christmas Party. That is awesome. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> How many times have you typed that up for a graphic? A couple times. <laughs> and it looks great. Right, I didn't know. are awesome. I, I, I had to do some research to think if cotton-headed needed to be hyphenated. Mm. I thought it did. I felt like it did. So it is yeah, on the graphic, is, but yeah. that makes it's up to interpretation. Cotton-headed. I feel like we have a grammar discussion once every yeah, four to five that's podcasts. That's a segment for the podcast. <laughs> it's, it's important. You know, you got to have good grammar. Um, yeah, we're excited, uh, and and the closer and closer we get, the more and more excited I get. Um, we've got like six or seven teams already registered to go, uh, which is is awesome. We got people in place, so uh, it's going to be an awesome time. Uh, December fifth, uh, we'll meet here uh, at Springfield Road for our launch, our send out at two uh, thirty, and uh, and we'll. We'll have Micah is helping me do a lot of stuff here as far as getting that information out, what we need to do here, and, and kick that off. Going to have a lot of excitement. Um, students, obviously, if you're listening, you're encouraged to, you you know, once you register, you'll give us a team name. Uh, dress appropriately. We've had some some good team names uh, put in there, so I'm excited to see how everybody dresses up and what that looks like and, uh, and then to get them out and going. Uh, and we will conclude uh, our scavenger hunt with the Christmas party. Uh, at our South Wilson campus, uh, and so uh, parents who are dropping kids off and then picking them up, they'll pick, drop them off here, pick them up at here being Springfield Road, and pick yeah. them up at South Wilson. Uh, it's just going to be uh, an awesome, awesome time. I'm excited. Uh, Buddy the Elf themed snacks uh, there uh, at the party, uh, so uh, we'll we'll have that. Figure out what best sugar concoction uh, that he put together in the movie you'll like, but obviously we'll be going for some hot chocolate and, and those sort of Christmas themed things as well. So it's gonna be it's gonna be super awesome. Excited to uh, to be a part of the scavenger hunt for the first time here at Valley Creek. So yeah, it's gonna be a great time. Looking yeah. forward to it. Absolutely. Looking forward to my role, which is still very secretive, That's but I'm excited right. to be things. plugged in as well. It's gonna be a good secrets time. and and uh, things to be discovered. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. So Awesome. All right, Jonas, tell us about affordable Christmas, please, if you don't mind. I will. Um, so we just had our big push for Operation Christmas Child, which, do you care if I read some of these stats? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I got these, and I thought this would be cool. Um, so we just got done with the Operation Christmas Child, big push for that. They're finishing that up today. Um, but as a region, so our South Wilson campus was a regional collection center, we collected... 12,281 individual shoeboxes. All right. That is a 15.8% increase over last year. Um, so we loaded a lot of boxes yesterday. Anyways, where I'm going with this is you may be tempted to say, all right, Christmas stuff is over, <laughs> and you would be wrong because we have affordable <laughs> Christmas is uh, on the horizon. Uh, again, our South Wilson campus is a, uh, a location for that, so we partner with Helping Hand of Hope, our next-door neighbor over there at South Wilson. And um, what we need specifically is we still need gifts. So if uh, if you are able, then we will still receive donations for 
um, new, um, what sort of package? They're not just hand-me-downs. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. New, new unwrapped. New unwrapped. Unopened. unopened. That's what I'm going for. New unwrapped, unopened gifts. You can donate those at both campuses. There's uh, bins and kind of boxes set up in the lobby. So still bring those in. Uh, and then we also need some help setting up on December the 7th. That is a Tuesday from 6 to 7.30 p.m. And then the actual shopping day will be on uh, December the 11th at South Wilson. And we need your help to make that happen. You can sign up to help at vcbc.org. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, that's coming up. Uh, you know, OCC is primarily focused, you know, sending to, you know, kids and, and communities just outside of the origin space, yeah. you know, and this is a great way to help, you know, families even right here close to home. So. Yeah, that's a good good way to, to kind of differentiate. We're both helping yeah. abroad, but we also want to help right here in our own quote-unquote Jerusalem Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, we have uh, maybe uh, I don't want to call this Valley Creek's biggest event, uh, but definitely one of our Valley Creek favorites. Um, our soup supper is coming up. Andrew, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. Yeah, soup supper is back this year after a year off last year, yeah. but back December fifteenth at six o'clock. It's going to be here at Springfield Road in the gym, and uh, so be here at six o'clock. We will the staff will be preparing some delicious hopefully soups for you to enjoy and so we'll have plenty of food and all that goes with that um some um a competitive aspect to that as well that night um and just a little bit of entertainment for you as well and so we're looking forward to that time of fellowship a good time so hope you make plans to be with us on the 15th and then at the end of that time, the soup supper time, we also have some family business to take care of. And so we have our business meeting there in the gym. That's our regular quarterly business meeting where we have to look at things like the budget and um, new deacons who are coming on, some things like that that are just part of the uh, regular business we take care of this time of year as a church family. And so that'll follow that meeting, that soup supper time on that night, that's a change from what we had originally put out. We had put out that it would be December 8th, but that business meeting will be the 15th instead. So make sure you adjust your calendars accordingly. Very good. It'll be a, a fun and productive night. It'll be a good time. Yes. All right, guys. Well, plenty of announcements to be had at vcbc.org. Uh, please take a look at uh, you know, everything that's coming up. You know, we've got caroling and Christmas Eve services and Christmas offerings coming up and just plenty of ways to help out and plenty of ways to just stay involved and, and even, you know, have some fun and fellowship with your church family. So go check it out. All right. We have a special segment for this week, guys, and I want to set up set the scene just a little bit. So on Sunday, we had a really, just a really great night of worship over at South Wilson. It was just so well attended and such a unique experience. I loved it. But so what happened is after Sunday morning services were over, I thought, I'm going to go out and grab a little bite to eat uh, and then come come on back and start setting up kind of final preparations for the night of worship back in South Wilson. So I thought, I'll head over to Little Caesars, get myself a hot and ready, then I'll grab a, a Diet Coke over at Dollar General, right? They're right next to each other on Dixie Highway, you know. Mm. Long story short, I'm at Dollar General looking for a Diet Coke, and I see... Mountain Dew, and I see a gingerbread man on the Mountain Dew, and I'm like, what is going on? Turns out Mountain Dew has a flavor called gingerbread snapped. Mm. 
And uh, I got a bottle from, uh, from, from Dollar General that night, and I took a sip, and I couldn't quite decide, but then eventually decided I liked it. But I was so intrigued by the idea that I wanted to, on the podcast, have you guys take a little sip here, or the whole can if you'd like, of Mountain Dew Gingerbread Snapped. This is not a sponsorship, nor are we endorsing Mountain Dew in any official way, but just wanted to get you guys' thoughts on it. So have at it. Feel free to crack open the can. Are we doing all at once? Yeah, let's give it a taste here. I've already had it, but, you know, there we go. Okay. <laughs> Let me know what you think. I think first, you probably have to... I mean, you can't see the can, but those... Oh, no. Oh, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the gingerbread the, the man gin- looks angry. They're a little bit they're diabolical. Angry, yeah. They're not... They're not... Jonas's face is pretty awesome. Jonas is out, I think. I think I don't think he enjoys it. You don't like no, it's not. It's not awful. Actually, I feel like it's not as strong in the can as it was in the bottle. It's adequate. Yeah. It's (laughs) (laughs) for what? (laughs) I don't know. We were just laughing earlier. I feel like you were adequate. (laughs) To enjoy it, you kind of have to like Mountain Dew already. So if you don't, you're probably out of luck. Yeah. And then to me, it almost just tastes like if you added a little ginger ale to your Mountain Dew, but then maybe sprinkled in a little something, some kind of yeah, Christmas say, spice. What you're just, yeah. This tastes like if... <laughs> this might be too far. Like my kids are drinking a Mountain Dew and they've backwashed some of their gingerbread cookie oh, into it. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yes. Whew. I mean, there is definitely... <laughs> This is. It gets, I feel like it's getting stronger. As and I go. the gingerbread are definitely both there. there yeah, they're they very are. distinct. And yeah, one of them should not be. I think. <laughs> but they're fighting for which one should be. Yeah, like yeah, there's it, a little bit yeah, of a yeah, battle. Either one's there. backing down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it it doesn't taste like the flavor. There's been like a to to use a uh, you know you hear this a lot on uh, maybe a baking show or something. There's not like a marriage of the flavors. It's more like a. Uh, it's they just coexist kind of separately. Very interesting. So what do you guys think? Yeah or nay? Thumbs up, thumbs down. I'll go thumbs up. Overall positive experience. Really? Not it didn't going, seem I, like it. I mean, I'm not going five stars. We're not getting okay. There. Not and, five stars. And I wouldn't go buy it out of the way to drink again, but I'll probably finish the can. That's what I thought too. But then I was like, at Kroger, I was like, I hope they have it here because I really want another, another, another taste. Uh, it's of this. better yeah. than the. Uh, the Coca-Cola coffee thing I had. Mm, see, I it's like better that than too. that. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Overall, this has been an enjoyable segment, I think. <laughs> enjoyable segment, but not yeah, an enjoyable not, drink. Not the drink. The drink. I, You're out on the drink, Andrew. Yeah, I mean, I would drink it again if there was no available clean drinking water, I guess. But. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably good. That's probably good. That's not a ringing endorsement. <laughs> All right, Jacob, what are your thoughts? I can't. I can't decide. I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of the same. Like, am I gonna pick it up and go? You know what? I think I'll buy a case of these. No, probably not. But if somebody had one somewhere, you're like, oh man, all I got is this. I'd drink it. Yeah, I'd be all right. But it does it does very much taste like something my kid would make. Hmm. Like, (laughs) like this is straight up like Ethan walked back from getting his own Coke at the store, like a fountain drink, and like, hey, Dad, taste this. What's in it? I don't know. And then, and then you just take you like, oh, there's like seven different things in here. Yeah, but For, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's I can not. See that. I like. It's it. also not bad. I, you know, it is bad mm. for you. It cur- oh yeah, it's definitely not healthy. <laughs> it has eighty-seven percent of the 
uh, total carbohydrates or no sugars that you need for the day. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's efficient in that <laughs> way, I guess. Uh, it's, it's if you're potent. looking for just a quick, <laughs> yeah, quick few ounces of drink to get to get you to that percentage that you're looking for. I mean, that your tells macros. you that's like three fourths of the can is just <laughs> sugar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you heard it here first, folks. This is a VC podcast exclusive. Um, yeah, we're not we're not telling you to go buy it. Definitely not saying that. But if you are curious. You we know, didn't give it a no. We didn't give is, it a flat no. So it's it worth at least trying it once, maybe. Yeah, it is definitely a drink. Definitely. <laughs> of all the drinks we've had on today's podcast, that was one of them. That's, that's, <laughs> okay. That is accurate. All right, I think it's time to move on. But that was Adequate. fun. Thanks for doing that with me, guys. Let's move on to a segment we all know too well, I think. Did anything interesting happen to you this week? <gasps> Anybody? Night of Worship. Night of Worship was interesting. Awesome. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> it was interesting. I mean, <laughs> if you just it's, leave it's it at interesting. It was better than that gingerbread <laughs> mountain dude. It doesn't sound positive. <laughs> no. no, it was great. It was it was awesome to be kind of a part of that just kind of worship moment. Uh it's, it's really, really cool. So Yeah. Yeah, we uh the old Larkin family, we participated in a Christmas market event. Kelly makes some handmade signs and We'd never done that before, but it was fun. It was a fun little... Uh, I've never really worked in the retail world at all, so this was my only experience, but it's enjoyable. And, uh, yeah, I think we might do it again sometime. Very cool. I don't know if that's interesting or not, but it's just yeah, something, no, at least out of the ordinary. Yeah. I don't don't think so, actually. Yeah. All right. We flew a kite. I I think I saw something I, about that. Yeah. I did see that. Yeah, it was a it was a it's a good day for a kite. Oh, so kids had never flown so a kite. I used you to know, do that. If you haven't time. flown a kite in a while, I would definitely recommend flying Simple a kite. Simple things in life. Right? It's pretty fun, you know. Yeah. So it's hard for the kids. You never flew, and it was one of those like trick kites that had like the two handles, so you can, like pull on one and make it like spin yeah. one way, or pull on the other and make it go back. And my kid didn't know what a kite like. He was like, "I've never seen this before," and so. Eight-year-old trying to fly, fly a kite is pretty funny. I mean, the, and then a three-year-old trying to catch the kite. Like, hey, buddy, that's not going to work. Like, was, that's not how that works. You just, you know. Was around. there a better feeling though when you know, like, when you're flying a kite and you're just like stuck on the ground, sort of, and you're just trying to get it, and then all of a sudden, whoosh, just mm. up into the air, it's going, and you're like, it's doing it, mm-hmm. it's doing it. Oh man, I think I might have to do that. I, I would, you know, ten out of ten, highly mm. recommend. All right. Well, guys, my my weekend was jam-packed full of fun. I had a rehearsal and then a show uh, for for my band, The OK. And so that was a lot of fun. It was our first full band show. uh, And it just... It was cool. Had some had some friends and coworkers and... It was a good (laughs) show. Coworkers and friends. We'll see. That's the running joke. But definitely some... It was cool to do that. You got any leftover merch? Yeah, we've got it. We've got it all. Okay. I need to get some. CDs and shirts. Anyway, we are the okay. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> let me give you the URL, guys. No, I'm just joking. But then that was the fun part. We got the show, and then the next morning was Sunday morning worship, and I was up and at him for that, and then just back-to-back worship with the night of worship, and I was... I'll say this. This sounds like the churchy answer, but it was so true. To see music exist in a purely entertainment type of event, you know, just concert 
that's all it is. It's a show. You just go. You have a good time. You're entertained. There's no worship involved in it. And then to turn around and have just a great worship on a Sunday morning with just as good of a musical team and then have just as good of a musical team again for Night of Worship. It was just so cool to see that happen back to back. Music is a gift, man. Yeah. yeah it is. Such a cool thing. All right, guys. Time to move on to our closing question for this week, which could be very, I don't know, could split our audience here, guys. Let, let me say this. Disclaimer, we're not looking to offend anybody. <laughs> we're just looking <laughs> to tell it like it is. That's how you want to We're not looking to offend anybody, but we're just looking to tell it like it is. The question is this. What pet peeve or pet peeves do you have pertaining to Thanksgiving or the holidays in general if you don't have a Thanksgiving one? So what pet peeve do you have? All right. Well, this one can be for Thanksgiving or for holidays in general. But if you want to send a holiday greeting to everyone in your phone book, like your contact list on your phone, that is great. Just don't do it all at once, like in one massive group message. Mm. It's too much. It's too much. And if you receive one of those messages, please don't reply to it. <laughs> or like reply just to that one person. Start a new yes. message thread yes. maybe. Yeah. Does it... Okay, so if everybody's on an iPhone, I know mm-hmm. you can leave mm-hmm. the group. Does it? But it shows everyone it that you've left the group. Yeah, yeah it, it lets, lets them know so-and-so left, left the group. Because I cannot tell you how many times I have wanted to just leave group message leave Mm -hmm. conversation i had a spam message come through to my phone along with like a hundred other text uh other phone numbers and for weeks what i ended up having to do was block every number that was on that list because people for weeks would just say i didn't sign up for this what's happening quit messaging me and then someone would respond, quit messaging me. I didn't sign up for this either. And so it was just ding, 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 just constantly. It's like, oh, if we just all stop, yeah. then it, yeah. yeah it, it stops, goes but, away. Yeah. yeah. But no, sometimes that happens on the holidays too. We, we, Andrew, you, you kind of went there. So what do you think is the like top end of that number? Like how many people can be in a group message? I don't know that I can put a number on it. I think there, if there's some connection where all those people would hang out together or associate together on the basis of mm-hmm. family yeah. or some sort of common bond, then that's okay. But if it's... Yeah, yeah. I was going to say... Very contextual. Yeah. There, there shouldn't be any person in that group who has to ask the question, whose number, whose number is exactly. That? Exactly right. Well yeah. said. Yeah. Well said. Those yeah. are those are good parameters. At that point, I think you're good to reply. Yes. I don't even feel like that's yes. necessarily like a negative pet peeve. I feel like that's like a true improvement that could happen for everybody, you know? Yeah. That's a so great, most that's of a my opinions rule. are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't argue with that. I won't argue. The, the group message should be treated with the same sacredness. That you use the reply all button. Ooh, okay, yeah. Like the reply all button is just not something you abuse. It's true, you know. Very true. true. All right, what other pet peeves do we have, guys? Being late. Um, this is. Oh wait, sorry. Being late. I just said, yeah. I mean, don't show up late for for Thanksgiving dinner. No. Not like Boy, you don't. You don't. Around. Yeah, you don't want to be the one guy that's. Oh, well, like, I, I'm gonna hey, go ahead and confess. I'll. 
I'll be late. Um, all right, I, I'm going to go there. <laughs> you're all right, waiting. so we're going to move you're, on. You're going to wait on me, and that's just no, how I'm, I'm going there because my, my mother will probably listen to this podcast. Um, I have two. Both of our parents are in the same town, and this is our first Thanksgiving not living in that town as well. So we have to come into town and try and make it to both. <clears throat> excuse me. To both um, meals. But part of me, I realize the world does not revolve around our family. Disclaimer, I understand that. But I'm also like, do we have to put these two meals within an hour of one another? <laughs> you know? mm. It's like, maybe we could do one lunch, one supper. Yeah, I say supper, some people say dinner. But anyways, that's not really a pet peeve. I guess, because this is the, kind of the first time, but it's like... <sighs> Gonna yeah. rush from one right to the other. Mm-hmm. Love you, mom. Um, okay. <laughs> you could alternately have every single person on both sides of your family at your house at the same time. Could there you go. It. Could do it. Drive to E Town, folks. Um, okay. So, real pet peeve. And this is really minor, but I, and I don't know why it moderately annoys me. But, like, if I uh, put my food on my plate mm-hmm. and. I eat all my food. It's like inevitably someone feels the need to say, better go in there and get you some more. <laughs> I'm like, I no, I got an adequate amount. And if I want more, I'll go get more. <laughs> so, like that, I get, It's yeah. totally innocent. People are just looking to make conversation. I don't know why, but it's just like, no, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone. If you see Jonas at the soup supper with an empty bowl of soup, yeah. <laughs> please, please go tell him. Better go more. get you some more. I will say my my in laws, my whole family on my wife's side is just they're very concerned about whether or not I'm eating enough food. Like they always want to let me know, and that's that's truly from a place of love. I feel so. I'm like it's not necessarily a pet peeve for me, but it cracks me up because I'm a bigger guy. So it's not like I've been unable thus far to find enough food. I guess to be fair, it's, it beats the alternative of being like, "Hey, hey, are, are you sure you should eat all that?" <laughs> oh gosh, my pet peeve is uh, is I've been this person before, and I love people I've seen do this. It's not something that is a breaker, you know, it doesn't break relationships for me. Uh, but if you are at a gathering of people. And there is work to be done in some way, you know, like maybe you could help dish out the food or put it where it needs to go or even help wash dishes or something. I feel like you are obligated at one point to be like, anything I could do? And if whoever's in charge says, nope, make yourself home, don't do anything, then that could be yeah. it. That could good, be it. Yeah. But I feel like you should at least be like, hey, need me to do anything? Can I, can I do something? Mm. But like I said, I've been the guy who didn't ask, but I've also been the guy who did ask. And Also bring it back full circle to our conversation a few weeks ago when everybody at Thanksgiving just keeps trying to cram their plates down in the trash can mm, just like mm-hmm. waiting for somebody to break oh yeah, <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah. yeah. like just take the initiative somebody take out the trash the yeah. lids straight up and down now it's not <laughs> yeah. even like you're at the point close. where yeah like the bag is down here and plates are still stacked 18 mm-hmm. inches above the opening mm-hmm. of the bag come on folks yeah I mean if you're there for Thanksgiving then you're you're close enough to take the trash out. Exactly. Like in, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Or just get a better trash can. Or at least ask. <laughs> Let's get on that trash can discourse again. <laughs> That's right. At least ask, like, hey, where are your trash bags? Sure. At least give a heads up, like, we need mm. another one. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, I think what we've uncovered this 
this podcast is that the holidays can can potentially make us cranky. We can have those pet peeves popping up, and we're like, oh, man. But cheesy. It's cheesy, I know. But there's still so much to be thankful for around the holidays. So uh, cheesy question. You can give a cheesy answer. It's just fine. Last final kind of rapid fire question for the podcast <laughs> what are you thankful for is this where we give cliche answers yeah oh, just kidding my new church family that's good well, yeah, yeah. yeah we're we're excited we're we're thankful to be here and glad to be getting plugged in and getting to know people and mm-hmm. man we're ready to go out to eat after church on sunday anytime you guys want to Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Yeah. Just saying. Take us to your favorite spot. Let's go. Yeah. But you guys. I think I'll just say, to kind of be all-encompassing, I'm thankful for the little things. I feel like more and more just like, oh, that's really awesome that I get to do that. Or that's awesome that they do that or think of that. And I see that a lot right now. Just kind of the little things. Like, oh, I like how they put that made sure bread. to check that I've ate enough food. or what You know, like it just, the little things are... are I'm thankful for those. I'm thankful they put gingerbread on my Mountain Dew. Yeah, I'm thankful for gingerbread Mountain Dew. Mm. Available at your local retail store. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, you got anything? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Nope. Think I'll, yeah, no, <laughs> trying to think. No, I mean, family. I mean, thankful for family, of course. Um, yeah, and just... Lately, just time to, before it got so cold, have just been enjoying being outside more this year. Started running, and so thankful for the ability to do that and something to kind of, kind of an outlet for some some energy there. That's been good. So, yeah. Awesome. Mm, I think I'll, uh, I'll take the family route, um, you know, moving away this past year from extended family uh, in a way kind of makes you more dependent on your immediate family as a source mm-hmm. of, you know, just kind of get away in a, a place of, of comfort and safety and all that. Um, so yeah, I'm just thankful for the wife and kids and the joy that they bring me. All right. Yeah, see, that was that feels good, guys. That feels good. <laughs> we just that feels better than the pet peeves segment. You we know? just had a moment. <laughs> yeah, I like it. All right, we'll end the podcast there. Listeners, as always, we're thankful for you uh, because you uh, listen to this crazy thing that we do once a week. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's it. Before we leave it, who would like to pray for us to end the podcast? I can I do it. I can do it. Okay. I never do it. You want me to do it? You want sure. to do it? you do it. I'll do it. You it's do okay. It. All right. Let's pray. God, thank you for just opportunity to to use this platform to, to even draw more attention to you as we've talked about what we've learned this past Sunday, what we're looking forward to as a church. And God, we thank you for the season uh, that even puts a focus on, on thankfulness, God. We thank you that you are the giver of life and that you gave us a way to have eternal life with you uh, through your son, Jesus. And it's ultimately, we, uh, we thank you for his sacrifice. And so be with us this week as we experience uh, the, the holiday of Thanksgiving. Let us not lose sight of the things that we should be thankful for. Uh, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.